Welcome, everybody. You're listening to the Creative Journey Podcast. We help you navigate the creative path to boost you up and inspire you to soar. I'm your host, Arlie. You can stay up to date with everything Creative Journey by following me on my Facebook and Instagram accounts at Arlie Cox. Let's get going. everybody. I would like to welcome you today to the Creative Journey Podcast. Today we're going to be talking to you about The Tipping Point. It's a writing I wrote in September of 2018 um, and it's basically about me witnessing my creative friends in the world and uh, honoring the work that they're doing and my own work by essentially, if I could give some imagery here, rolling boulders up hills <laughs> and then watching them roll down the other side of the hill because we finished our task or our, um, our big project and then realizing that there are like thousands of more hills in front of us as we continue to create in this beautiful life. And as we continue to create, noticing that the hills get smaller and easier and more maneuverable. Uh, and it's kind of like with anything, it's sort of like understanding that creativity, um, creativity as a practice and creativity as looking at it through a long game lens versus I want to be rich and famous now. Um, I don't know if I believe in that philosophy. I don't quite know if I believe in rich and famous at all, actually. What I'm believing in more so now than anything else is the understanding of community and how art allows and shows people in your small community how to change and grow and morph and be more present and accepting and loving it it does so much more um, when you can show it and when you have a, a safe space and a safe community to allow it to be around So today was a really distracting day for me. Lots of things were going on. I am just going to do this on the fly. So I am talking to you about the tipping point, the resistance, anxiety, and fear in creativity. So I'm not talking about anxiety in um, a medical sense or a mental health sense necessarily. Anxiety and creativity can be likened to the mental health sense of anxiety, but um, I'm speaking strictly to anxiety and creativity today.
The writing I'm sharing with you today is a writing I wrote in 2018, September of 2018. I was observing a lot of my friends in the creative world rolling these big boulders up hills, meaning rolling their big projects towards an end goal and watching as the boulder kind of tipped over the top of the hill and rolled down the other side. And then looking out on the horizon and realizing that there is so many more projects and so many more things to put out into the world and looking at the long game um, and how important that long game is in being a creative and living a creative life. So not looking for fame and fortune right away, actually understanding that the long game is just as important and creating community around that long game. So let's talk about anxiety for a second. Anxiety and creativity is practicing failure in advance. It's generally needless and imaginary. It's fear about fear. Anxiety is refuse and focuses on possibilities in an unknown future. It's not a real and present threat. It's not like um, a saber-toothed tiger is like at our feet and ready to eat us. It's actually an internal composition. It protects us from doing great things because it puts us into a paralysis, essentially leaving us wondering and creating all these what ifs that are future what ifs. They don't exist in the moment, if that makes sense. So fear is staying alive, avoiding snakes, feeding the family, making sure everybody is safe. So there's like fear, fear fear-based feelings are real. Uh, They can be real. Um, Anxiety in art makes it impossible to do art. It feeds something called the resistance. And when it feeds when anxiety feeds this resistance, it's basically giving reassurance to something um, I like to call the lizard brain. It gives the lizard brain this insane power because it feeds it with lies and um, excuses and justifications. So there's a Tibetan word called Shempa, and it means scratching the itch. And basically Shempa is likened to, I liken it to having a mosquito bite. 
And when you have a mosquito bite, you know how good it feels to itch that thing. And you itch and you scratch it and you scratch it. And the more you scratch it, the better it feels. But then you get to a point when it actually starts to become really painful and you end up basically bleeding out because you have scratched this thing raw. So anxiety feeds feeds that. Um, anxiety gives reassurance to us. So we have like this what if itch and we want to scratch it. Like what if I am no good? And what if um, my art isn't worthy of being witnessed in the world? And we'll scratch and we'll scratch and we'll scratch until we actually stop ourselves from doing the thing it is that we love to do. So the lizard brain and the resistance is responsible for not being rational. It's not a rational thought in a world of what ifs. So I'm saying to you the way we can recognize this and the way that we can um, maybe put a stop to it is calling it out when it comes up. But we have we have to have a, a very deep awareness of our own creative structure when this happens. So when this comes up, instead of scratching that what if itch and 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 doing it so hard and so vigorously that we bleed and we stop, maybe the answer to this creative problem and the resistance is to call it out and to recognize the cycle is real that we are in a cycle of, say, self-sabotage or um, allowing ourselves to go into the darkness and feeling unworthy. Um, Embrace the itch, but don't scratch it. So embrace, acknowledge that it's there, accept it, and don't attach ourselves to it. um, Because if we wait within the scope of that really intense place there's going to be a different outcome don't don't regret having the feeling of anxiety and fear sit with it awareness energy is important So also Shempa energy or that Tibetan word Shempa meaning to scratch and itch is also really deeply connected to community. So when we're going to put our art out into our community and um, show up with it, we rely on the people around us to give us feedback. But I would say we need to overrule that as well and just move through the idea of sitting in the uncomfortable places, witnessing ourselves, and, and allowing those uncomfortable places to be and just be simply as they are without feeling like we have to change them or move or run away from them. 
um, you know, we can commit to sitting and waiting. We don't need to always fight or flee. We can stay and overrule the resistance. And I'll tell you right now, I've been here myself and the waiting isn't easy. It takes a quiet strength. It takes the ability to stay in that darkness. And the more you stay and the longer you stay in patient meditation with this itch that you cannot scratch, it makes you really resilient and so much more confident that the next time you put that work out into the world, you just get better and better and better. And eventually that resistance and that lizard brain quiets right down and it realizes that it's no longer in charge of you. And that's a big deal. That is an absolutely big deal. I'm going to tell you a story about this because I feel like this is kind of uh, the way the world's going right now as far as creativity. And there has been some anomalies in the past that have followed their own path. And one of those anomalies would be the Grateful Dead. Um, They didn't want to sell a lot of records and they didn't want a gold record and they didn't want to get their... Um, songs played on the radio because they were playing a different game and not to say at the end of their career they didn't want they didn't have songs play on the radio I think the Grateful Dead maybe had like one or two great songs um, that came out a little bit later in their career but they had decades and decades and decades of playing music and they didn't pander to the institution of music so they were playing a different game so instead of buying into the system that would tear them down and corrupt their vision they built their own system one that was resistance proof They did a concert a night, night after night, and they played only for people they liked and played with people they enjoyed. They did not set up a judge and jury system for their work. So that wasn't even a component in what they were doing. As we all know, we're constantly setting up a judge and jury system for what we put out. And I think if we just stopped that, we'd be in such a better place. So 
um, when they do that, they get to do art that doesn't alert the lizard brain or the resistance. So they're just essentially like making art for their community strictly day after day without alerting the the what if brain. And then they can leverage their art into the next best thing. So I love that little story of the Grateful Dead because I feel like it's really poignant for a lot of us who are making art and putting it out in the world. And also, it just reminds me of how important, say, creative community is where you can create in a safe space. Because Facebook, let's face it, like Facebook does not feel safe a lot of the time. Instagram does not feel safe a lot of the time. But we can create small groups and subgroups on the side and create safe spaces for people to show up and do a little bit of work. I think it's really important. I think it's really, really generous. And I think it's really, really, really easy to be making these spaces for and with each other. After I have said all that, I'd like to read you my writing, The Tipping Point. The Tipping Point. I see you working hard pushing that boulder up the hill. Our efforts most times outweigh the outcome. Don't give up or stand quietly still. For all that we are and every sweet move consistently adds up to a gain, making something from nothing. The love of creation was planted straight into our brains. So as we push that boulder up to the peak of that long unending steep hill, Muscles strained from the weight underneath our legs quake. Bit by bit, we are gaining small wins. Small wins strung together create something bigger when we reach the very tip top. That big, bulky boulder, the one great heave sends it over, over that mountain of rock. We watch in awe. Arms raised high, finally free from the strain, but we don't realize that very big boulder, the one we shoved over, is at the bottom again. Frick. 
So off we go with our heads held low, disappointed, but we push to begin, realizing this time the hill's a much smaller size and our muscles are ready to dig in. So we push that rock up the next hill and the next till that big thing becomes much smaller. Our muscles can handle the rough terrain. We, we become bolder, stronger, wiser. If you have tenacity and the most fearless of souls, you'll be able to sit in the space that asks you to wait and wait and wait. Wait for the very next roll. So I say to you, Love those small wins. They gift us strong backs, arms, and shoulders. It can all come your way. And I knew that one day we'd get damn gifted at pushing them boulders. So to all of the creative people out there doing all of the most incredible things and all of the things that feel hard, keep going. We need you around. You make the world a much brighter place. A sweet note from me to you as I push my own bunch of rocks over here. This is a reminder for me too. Love, love, loving you well. So that was my writing the tipping point from September of 2018. And a little bumpy, but you know what? Again, I just ship these things out. I'm not spending a lot of time editing or curating because you know what? At this point, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I'm sure editors would slap me on the hands for saying that. But in my uh, the way I want to put my creativity out in the world is, uh, yeah, pretty imperfect. So I suggest you maybe take the same route because it's not going to hurt you. Nobody's here. Um, nobody's judgment has ever killed anybody. So, you know, either again, I'm going to say it again because I think it's important. You're either going to like my work or you don't. And if you don't, it is absolutely not for you. Thanks for coming by. Maybe I'll see you around sometime. And you can say the same thing about your work too. It's like some people are going to love your work. Some people aren't. It's not the be all and end all of everything. So I just wanted to remind you of that as well. And also, let's just be sweet with our little anxieties that we have around our creativity and our sweet little hearts that want to share with the world but feel intimidated to do so. I just want to say I encourage you and it is vulnerable and it feels scary. But once you start, I can guarantee that it's going to bring a joy to your heart or it's going to bring some learning to you. It's going to allow you to move through some big things that maybe you've held hidden away. It's probably gonna bring up a lot of emotion. It's going to feel awkward. <laughs> and 
hard but also so so brilliant and bright and exciting that you could hardly contain yourself so I am just so excited for you I'm so excited that you are sharing this space with me I just love ya and we'll talk soon